0: Welcome to Unsinkable, where we talk about marketing and mindset tactics that help online coaches stay afloat no matter what the world throws at them. Today we are talking about Black Friday offers, the good, the bad, the ugly, what happened, how my experience was, what I noticed, and the reason I wanted to do this was A, it's I think important for us to to do some kind of like post-mortem um look backs on our launches but also because this really applies to all offers and launches so I thought it was important for us to go through and think about this so I am recording this in real time you're going to be listening to this on a Tuesday and I recorded it just yesterday on Monday because I wanted to see how the weekend went and I wanted to give you some actual information of what I did that worked what I saw other coaches do that worked um so you can take that and use that in your own launches first things first was this the year for bundles or what? Did you notice that? It was like everybody created a bundle and I loved it. I really was excited by this. And I know like we've done bundles before, but for some reason it was like this year, that was what everybody was doing. And I really liked it. And I think there's there's two reasons why bundles work. So one is they, they seem to do well because if one aspect doesn't work, then the other aspect of the offer will. I got a lot of messages that were like, hey, I already have your text course, but um, I needed your emails or hey, I had um, someone reach out to me and say like, hey, I just bought because of the bonus that I put in this. And so it's a really, um, it's a great way to cover all of your bases without without marketing to everyone so we never want to just you know market to everybody because of course if you're trying to please everybody you please nobody we know that but this is a way of of pleasing a specific group of people and addressing multiple aspects of their issues so for me my black friday offer was around list building so i had email lists i had text list and then i had um i had like a, a challenge that would take people from zero to having an email list to begin with so they didn't even have one And so it was like I I covered all these different aspects of it in this bundle and people bought even if they already had a piece of it. So I had to think when I was creating this bundle, I had to think about, okay, if somebody has this product of mine and they don't have these two, would it still be a good deal for them to buy that? So I had to think through that because I knew that's how my customers were going to interact with it and they did. Number two, the reason I think that bundles really work well is because there's a perceived value there. I mean, there's a real value there too, but it's almost like the same part of the brain that gets really excited about BOGOs because it's like, okay, I got this course and I got all these other courses, right? And it's like this very, um, it's a high value thing to to our mind when we log into a purchase and the dashboard is like full of different courses. Um And so I think that's another reason why bundles work really well, especially when it's like a buying weekend and we're doing a lot of buying and there's all these different things and you kind of forget like all the stuff you got and then you log into this one purchase that you made and it's this huge library of all these different things. I think that is like a very um, easy way to wow your customer right off the bat, especially if they're a cold customer. So that's my take on why bundles did well and why we saw a lot of them. the other thing that I noticed during this weekend, I'm sure you have also, for the hell of it, offers are done. <laughs> offers that we just make because it's Black Friday, or offers that we just make because we need money in our business. Those are done. They're not something that we're going to continue to be making. People are not buying those anymore, and I'm really thankful for that. As a consumer, as a marketer, I'm we're so over this. Um, this like non-consumer first or non-customer first approach to marketing so what I am really excited about that I saw over this weekend was there were so many carefully curated offers and stories and messages that really showed that the people who were offering them had a reason for offering them and were so focused in on their avatar that that's why they were doing it. it wasn't for Black Friday so I really was appreciative of that, of that and um, I think we're just going to continue to see that as a trend. Um, there is a line, this is like a roundup style um, podcast, but there's a line that I noticed between going to like a place of my offer is not good enough so I'm going to throw a bunch of stuff in at the last minute and pivoting when you're hearing feedback from your customers. So I I had the bundle what I mentioned with the text, email and, and challenge. That was my bundle. And then on Monday, Cyber Monday, um, I woke up and I was like, I feel like I still am hearing so much around deliverability. And I had a content version of deliverability um, in my in my email program where I talk about like the content side of deliverability, like baking and whitelist actions and not saying these words and you know, that kind of like content wise. But nothing around the tech side of things like MX records and DMARC and verifying your domain and Google Postmasters, like that wasn't in it. So I woke up on Monday and I had just like I had just this feeling that I needed like one last piece. And so I reached out to um, a guy, Brian Menzel, who's amazing. I reached out to him and I was like, hey, can you do like a live Q&A for my group if, um, if, if, I, if they are excited about that? And he was like, "Yeah, of course, sure." And so that's um, that was a final bonus that I offered on Cyber Monday, and it wasn't like in it was in a different energy than it had been before. I have made a lot of mistakes in my entrepreneur career, and one of those mistakes was like panicking before a launch and just throwing everything but the kitchen sink into an offer because I was scared it wouldn't sell, and it didn't sell. Of course, you don't sell from that energy. So that was a completely different thing. Um, but this was adding something last minute. So I just wanted to make that distinction because I think it's important for us to be really solid and secure in our offer, but also to have our ears open. So it's like if I, kind of walking this line of like, this is an amazing offer. I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to do anything crazy to it. But also like you're getting messages from people or you're seeing things or you're feeling an intuitive hit, like go ahead and add the bonus. Go ahead and do the thing that you feel allowed to do. So it's kind of this line that you you have to find. And I think a little bit, it comes with experience. So I wanted to mention that um the launches that i found myself wanting to buy and wanting to pay attention to i'm really curious if this is the same for you they were new offers so i don't know it's so interesting because i think in the real world (laughs) like the e-com world or retail world it's the opposite right so it's like if you buy this grill on wednesday it's this price but if you buy it on friday it's 50 percent off and you're like yay that's awesome that's Black Friday in the real world. But online, it's like if you buy this program, you know, this one day it's this price and then Black Friday, it's this like new bundle with like this thing and that thing and it's like a whole new offer and it has like this new sparkly energy to it. And so um, I'm curious if that's what you noticed also or if you were watching your specific people who you follow and waiting for them to discount like their signature program I'm curious so you can um, DM me at Brittany Bailey on Instagram and let me know because I noticed I really wanted to I really wanted to go for the new offers and the new bundles and the new new things and that's something that I wanted to mention too is like when I say new I don't mean that somebody went out and created a whole new product because I do not recommend doing that every time you launch you would burn out and die but if you take like So my offer was, quote, new. It had a new name. It was the Ultimate List Building Bundle. It had a lot of new content, new energy. I didn't reuse any emails because it was new. It had a very new vibe to it, but I didn't create any content for it in in the program except for we're going to do the live interview with Brian. So I didn't do any of that. It was all existing programs, but the bundle and the story I was telling about the bundle and the bonus and the offer page, the sales page, the emails, all of that was new. So like it had the new energy, but I also didn't have to sit down and create an entire new program from scratch just because I wanted something new and fresh. So I think that's, you know, a lot of, a lot of business is, is finding the balance between these two, between any two things, right? Like we're constantly trying to be like not reinventing the wheel, but making sure that our customer is excited and sees the need for, for what it is that we're creating. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, Things that worked for me tactically. Okay, so number one was I created an offer around a problem, which we all know is like the only way to create an offer. We start with the problem. We don't go, "Crap, Black Friday's around the corner, what are we gonna do?" Right. <laughs> so I had, at the time of, um, at the time of like probably I guess the beginning of fourth quarter, but I was trying to figure out like what it was that my customers were struggling with the most, and list building kept coming up. And I was like, okay, when would I launch this? And I was like, oh, Black Friday is around the corner. Cool. So it like, it just worked out that way. And I was very transparent about that. I started talking about my Black Friday offer about two weeks before it launched on Instagram and Facebook. And I did that one because I was, you know, like kind of teasing and and campaigning for it. But two was I really wanted part of the story to be, I wasn't doing a, a for the hell of it offer, right? Those are dead. <laughs> so I wasn't doing a for the hell of it offer. I wanted to be able to be like, no, I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. And like, here's, um, you know, the post that I had made about, it. I started making reels about, um, list building. I started making, um, posts about list building, that kind of thing. So I really like started talking about the topic of it. And then about a, want say a week, maybe 10 days before, um, I launched the offer, I revealed what the offer was going to be. So, I teased it. Like, I was like, it's going to be called this and this is what's going to be in it. You can't buy it yet. (laughs) So that makes people really excited. They know what's coming and they also can plan. A lot of people kind of like keep their offer a secret and they're like, it's going to be amazing. It's so exciting. And that's cool. Like, especially, you know, if it's somebody who, um, that's really like kind of a part of their marketing. But I don't feel like I have a big enough name to do that for one thing. And also, it just doesn't quite like vibe with my, the way that I do things. So I was like, this way they can plan. Like, I'm not trying to surprise them or do anything like, you know, crazy. Like now they can plan. They know, okay, like here's the goal. If you're a smart shopper, like you're like, okay, here's the three things I need help with in my business the most. If list building is one of them, they know that that's coming out for me and they're going to just mark it in their head and be like, okay, Black Friday, I'm looking for a list building offer, an offer around YouTube and an offer around this, right? So like, I really wanted to come out and talk about not only what I was, offering but what the offer was going to be because I feel like people need to to plan and kind of have this um, like game plan when they're going into a weekend like back Friday so I think that that was really helpful and then um, I sent an email so email text people always want to know the way that that I um, position that so I sent an email the day of so I, I started my launch on Wednesday and I closed it Monday night at midnight And I did, this was the first time that I did a deadline funnel, so it was super easy because I just went in and was like, okay, it's going off at midnight, and um, that was it. So I I did that. Um, I sent an email out the first day and a text message, and then I sent um, an email. I skipped Thursday altogether. I sent an email Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Sunday I sent a second email like no, sorry, not Sunday. Monday, I sent a second email um, at 8 p.m., I think. So So Monday had two emails. 8 p.m., that was like short. I love sending these emails. So they're short, like, hey, in case you missed it, here's the offer. And it's literally just like the stack in the email because people are traveling. They've been doing all kinds of stuff. And so it's like they can just open the email and be like, okay, it's this. And then you send them a link just to the order page. So um, I did that on on Monday. And I also sent out a text on Monday. So that was that was like how I handled that, um, and then energetically I always do these two things during a launch, hundred percent of the time. Number one, I energetically thank each person who joins. So I get I get Stripe notifications and I get PayPal notifications, and whenever they come through, I stop what I'm doing and I'm like, "Yay, Sean joined! Oh, that's so exciting! Thank you so much, Sean!" Like I I do that with every single person who joins my program, um, even during evergreen periods. I just I literally do that always two is um, I buy other people's offers. So when I'm actively in a launch, I am actively buying other people's offers. It's just something that I feel, I don't really even know where it started, but now I know. So like I went and bought Black Friday offers. I really feel like whatever you want, you get more of or whatever you want, you give um, and then you get more of. And so whenever I am wanting more sales, I go out and I buy people's SLOs. Whenever I'm in a launch, I go buy people who are who are um, actively launching too. I support people who are actively launching. Um, It feels good and I enjoy doing it and I get some really cool stuff. So I've just done that always. So those are the two things that I did, um, you know, that I always do, even evergreen-wise. And I I hit my goal. So I'm really happy about how things went. I wanted to round this episode out with a really easy way to do kind of like a diagnostic on your your launch in the middle of your launch. Um, If you're unhappy with how things are going or if you feel like, eh, I'm not sure, Um, And you're sending out emails. I don't know where I learned this. Um, So if somebody is out there (laughs) that has this laid out this way, um, let me know. Because this is just something that I've started doing. Um, Or that I teach. So low open. If you have low open rates of your emails, it's a hook problem. So if you are not seeing your emails go through um, and get high clicks but you know they're being delivered. That's the caveat. So if there's low opens and you haven't checked your deliverability, check your deliverability first, then then address your hooks, your subject lines, the way that you are um, catching people's attention. If you are getting fine open rates, but you have low clicks in your email, it's a story problem. So the way that you are talking about your offer is not resonating with your audience. If you have fine opens and fine clicks and no conversions on your page or low conversions on your page, that might be an offer problem. So Hook Story and Offer is obviously Russell Brunson's framework. Um, that's like the process for getting a sale. And that's how you can map out what is going wrong in what process or in what in what step of your process um, if you are doing emails. So I thought that would be helpful for you to know as we go into another um, launch period, probably in, in January. That tends to be when people do another launch. So, hopefully, this is helpful for you. As always, you can find me at Brittany Bailey on Instagram or hello at com on email. I love you guys. I hope you had an awesome Thanksgiving and we'll talk next week.